Konbanwa. Konbanwa. Terrace House Talks is a podcast about two friends, one man, one woman, hanging out and talking about the show Terrace House Aloha State. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terrace House Talks, where we'll be discussing Terrace House Aloha State episode 20, Guilty Samurai. Samurai. Sorry. I'm going to. I'm going to do that. No, that's appreciated. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So, this it's pretty obvious, this title. Yeah. Because she does sword fighting exactly so, yeah and he's guilty so. <laughs> yes Ooh, not much mystery i wonder who it is <laughs> uh yeah the panel starts discussing kind of what's been happening going forward i do also want to say azusa is wearing the cutest headband like with like white <laughs> see like, that's so funny that not... you thought that i was like what is on her head yeah i mean i thought that too and i was like that's adorable good for you azusa like <laughs> <laughs> yeah our different takes Anyways, <laughs> in um, general, us. <laughs> but they mentioned how Guy got back out on the waves and how they wish that Nikki kind of went and saw him because she hasn't mm-hmm. seen him surf yet. Um, Which is like, oh, so they're clearly rooting for them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also mentioned how Taishi kind of makes it seem like he thinks both Anna and Nikki are into him. Like, that he, he acts as if he's a ladies' man, and he, like, has the choice between the two. I'm not sure if that's exact. Like, he does act like he has the choice, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he just has to decide who he wants to pursue, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, well, don't they have to decide if they even like you or want to mm-hmm. go out with you? But, yeah, that's a separate issue. It is. Which it we is. see in Taishi yeah. <laughs> many times. It's <laughs> <His> problematic <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Uh, but they do mention it's like that he can't have like a simple relationship mm-hmm. uh, because it's this, you know, dramatic love that, you know, a love worth cliching for, basically. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But then Yama, was it Yamachan that like sort of thought that her, uh, Nikki trying to clarify, oh, like, so you're asking me, mm-hmm. like, was some sort of rejection? Yeah, he did Which say that. didn't make any sense to me. That, I felt, was Yamachan looking f- to, like, create drama. Yeah, he just wanted rejection. Exactly. He just thinks that because it's Because he's rejected so often, he wants other, everyone to be rejected. Probably, but yeah. also just because that's his <laughs> job on Terra's house, is to be the one who foments, <laughs> like, disagreements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, is there some, like subtext going on here with like Japanese culture would understand and I don't mm-hmm. but I think he was just off yeah I, I, I didn't see it that way especially when what you see with this episode um but this episode starts with with a dinner um with I think everyone but Nikki is there mm-hmm. and Taishi mentions that he just has started English school um so he now is also going to to learn uh English at, at a school mm-hmm. and um they mentioned how he drove Nikki into work and ask how she's getting home from work, and I guess she's getting a ride back from someone at Shingen, the mm-hmm. restaurant she works at. Guy makes a comment about, like, oh, if you're cute, I guess you can just get rides from wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, which, another one of those, like, guy comments. It's like, <laughs> thanks for your input, guy. <laughs> <laughs> he probably gets rides places all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but Guy... Uh, he shares some news. Shares that, some big news. Yeah, he's been chosen as a contestant, basically. One for, of 81. Yeah, for one of the spots in the Tokyo Olympics mm-hmm. in 2020, which mm-hmm. is really, really exciting. Yeah. Only only 80 people competing for whatever many spots are on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, he mentions that he found out a few days earlier and that, uh, you know, he would need to start training if he would want to get onto the team. Mm-hmm. Um he, um, they were saying that they should celebrate. Yeah. And he's like, does that mean I get Evian's cheesecake? Exactly. He's like, I want Evian's cheesecake too in any way that can be taken. And everyone was so great about it too. She was laughing yeah. so hard. She's like, sure, I guess I'll make it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want, really? It was cute. <laughs> 
But they're like, well, so are you going to do it? And he's not sure. And he said that he's not sure if it's what he wants and that it may, it could cause him to lose his style because Mm -hmm. there are very specific rules and there's certain things like as a team, like you would be training for and that's not how he's done things. So exactly. You'll probably also have like a coach and a trainer Mm -hmm. and things that are really directing you in a certain way. And, and he mentions how, you know, for him, surfing is a about being a part of nature and Mm -hmm. it's not about forcing things and that once you get into something as high profile as the olympics and and where there's so many moving parts you lose a lot of that or you have the possibility Mm -hmm. of losing a lot of that and he he's not sure how he feels about that you know and that is a multi-year commitment too and he also said that you know surfing's about people thinking you're cool (laughs) (laughs) true that's true um and i i really really enjoyed this from guy like not only like is it great seeing him succeed and get mm-hmm. these opportunities that clearly he deserves because he's he's you know works hard and surfing but i like how like he thinks about what he wants to do and the intention behind what he does and why he does it and you know it's not just about you know being a possible olympic athlete yeah which right? itself is on paper you know, something that is going to, that so many people would want and so many, you know, someone like Taishi would immediately see as something <laughs> that is amazing. Mm-hmm. But for him, does it give him what he wants? Does it actually work for him and, and what he wants to do with his career? Yeah. I really, really dig that. I like that he's thinking about it. And, and he's not just dismissing it offhand either. He's saying, this is something to consider, but I have a lot of things to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciated it. Yeah, I totally agree. And he says that if if he does decide to, to go forward with it, he's going to give it all. He's going mm-hmm. he's going to give it one hundred percent to to really commit to training to the best visibility, and that's mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, guy is not a Slytherin. <laughs> guy is definitely not a Slytherin. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a half Slytherin. Okay, I, now we have to get everyone. I know, right? Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Sorry, what would fans? Guy... But now we're going on no, a whole we're tangent. No, we're not sorry. We're not sorry. Okay. What would guy be? Guy is he's either a Gryffindor or a Hufflepuff I'd say he's probably a Hufflepuff because I don't think think that I don't think that he's like I think that he's brave but it's not his highest quality you know as we see him going and dealing with this trauma and Mm -hmm. things like that um, he's more hardworking, patient yeah yeah um so yeah guy I'd definitely say is Hufflepuff uh Evian Evian Oh, she's the best. What's the best house? No, I'm kidding. Ravenclaw. I know you were gonna say that. I mean, I think yeah. of any everyone in that in the house right now. She's the most Ravenclawy to me. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Or maybe Taishi. Taishi, yeah. But I also think Taishi's a. I think a Taishi. Gryffindor. No, I think he might be Ravenclaw though, because like he'll put in all of the work to try to get where he wants to go, mm-hmm. and like by by the rules, by the book, like, and he'll put himself, like, he'll put in all of this effort, not trying to, you know, skirt by, even though he has the ambition, for sure, Mm. he seems like he just kind of absorbs things. I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, he's hard to place. He is, but I feel like he's a Gryffindor because, yes, he he commits to, like, a set of rules, but they're his rules. They're what he believes is right, not what, you know is right or what socially is acceptable it's yeah, what it's he true. thinks is right and i feel like mm-hmm. that's such a gryffindor thing of just being like so focused on himself and what he he thinks and his intentions and mm-hmm. his ideas but i'm just thinking of like his book of like goals and like the mm-hmm. path to it and breaking it down to the smallest part and like i don't know hermione's a gryffindor it's true which is also weird <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's just everything so okay um... so anna slytherin I mean, no, she's evil, but I don't know if she's ambitious. But I think she's cunning, though. I think that she's manipulative. She's not very good at being cunning. That's true. That's true. (laughs) I wouldn't say she's necessarily resourceful. I don't know. Because I don't really see she's super ambitious. I don't even know what she's doing. Right, but ambition's not the only thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's true, but it's not the only thing. That's the main thing, though, right? Yeah, but... She's also not brave or hardworking. She's not loyal. Yeah, or loyal (laughs) or particularly, like, studious or critical. So, like, she doesn't have any of the main of the four. So wouldn't that be a Hufflepuff? (laughs) (laughs) Miscellaneous? Yeah. Um, 
Okay, we can put her in Slytherin. Okay. Let's round out the house. Right. Um, uh, we need Yuya. Yuya is not Ravenclaw or Slytherin. No, he's definitely their. He has to be Hufflepuff. Yeah, he's not very brave. No. Yeah, yeah I think I think you're right. I think he's Hufflepuff. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else are we missing? Nikki. Nikki. We don't know a lot about Nikki yet. We don't know enough about her yet. Yeah. I wanna. I wanna. Hold We're, off we'll on withhold. Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very long episode, and we still were on this tangent <laughs> to go into the Hogwarts houses because once we realized that we could, we had to. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna have to go back and do all of the others. Yeah. No. We'll no just, we'll have to like, Yeah. We'll, It'll be we'll a bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> true okay, okay anyways so yeah so good for guy he's doing that um later on that night we see evian and taishi chatting in the living room mm-hmm. and taishi's kind of coming out with with how he asked niki out and how he's found himself wavering between the two and and evian he's uh, like is that because she's cute yeah basically and he says i mean it sounds bad but yeah and she she's like really <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love how she was just laughing at his drama of the yeah, whole scenario. And, and telling him that he's thinking too much and that mm-hmm. he... And he mentions, like, I, I need to stop thinking and just take action. And mm-hmm. uh, and she's like, yeah, you're awkward with relationships. Yeah. And he's like, I'm inexperienced, which is interesting. That is and, like, interesting. a nice thing to admit on mm-hmm. public television. That's yeah. fine. But I guess it's interesting that he says, I've always done what's right. Like, when I'm in a relationship, not, like, what necessarily I feel. So, like, in his past relationships, he wouldn't go for someone, like, because they're cute or whatnot. But, like, at this point, like, he's trying to find this great love. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's willing to, I guess. He's willing to hurt himself and even other people on that journey. Like, that there's a risk. But what I, I was disappointed with the conversation because I'm, like... Like, I really wanted him to say, yeah, she's cute, and that caught my eye, but that's not the big thing. Like, the big thing is that, like, we interact, like, better. I think we're more on the same page with relationships. Like, we we talk, and we laugh together, and it feels more natural. You know, like, And Anna and I reasons. haven't, you know, had much forward momentum yeah. since our date. You know, all these, yeah, exactly. Reasons and, like, I why. haven't even, like, now that Nikki's here, like, I haven't even wanted to ask Anna out again. Exactly. You know, and that, that means something. You know, like, actual give reasons. And I don't think that all those reasons aren't there, mm-hmm. but it would have been good for him to say them. Absolutely. Um, and just get out of your head, dude. Like... Yeah. But, like, this was totally what I was talking about last week, of this idea of, you know, he has this guilt in him Mm -hmm. that's entirely based on his own idea of, I'm liking this girl, so I can't like another girl, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's Mm -hmm. kind of how he normally operates. And now, because of his love of the lifetime nonsense, like, he's (laughs) acting a little differently, but... I think that this idea of doing the right thing, I don't think he's doing the right thing. I don't think that that him um, him not t- talking to Anna or Nikki, but actually just like thinking and overthinking and doing you know what he wants to do. I don't think that's the right thing. I don't think that that this idea is. I think it's 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 a cliched version of the right thing. Yeah, and it's not actually nuanced in the relationships that you have with other people. Yeah, and I think that he's trying so hard to figure out what the right thing to do is that he's not doing the right thing which would be you make a decision Mm -hmm. and you stick with it instead of just drawing this whole thing out and not communicating clearly to people exactly and yeah so i'm glad that he actually did ask nikki out and it wasn't like five more episodes of this going on but Mm. yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but he talks about how he feels guilty towards Anna, and and for me, that I'm just, like, like, you really only went out on two dates. Yeah, I think that it's so overblown in his own head, A, and B, if you actually feel that guilty, if you're actually agonizing about this, talk to her about yeah. it. If you think you are wronging someone, then mm-hmm. you should own up to that. You shouldn't just be, because all that your guilt is doing is making you feel like you're a better person, and I don't think that that's that's helpful i don't think Mm -hmm. that's that's actually doing much yeah and if if you feel so guilty and you can't make a decision then just date neither of them you know like also a possibility (laughs) take yourself off the table yeah you know and yeah it's 
That's a little much. Yeah. Little and that's the thing. I think it goes back into this idea of Taishi lives in cliches. He He's looking for a storybook something, and it's just that's not how these yeah. things work. Well, and I think also as we go into the next section of what happens, I think it just is very clear that Taishi has this rigidity in him that he isn't able to adapt to other things, other mm. ways of thought, being more flexible. He holds himself or others to this strict code that he thinks is best. And he's not able to alter it without it causing him anxiety or distress. Um, so, yeah, I think that's something in his personality that I wish somebody would point out so that he could start working on it, right? Mm. Because it's causing him problems and maybe potentially other people problems as it spills out. Um, yeah. A nice transition there. You're welcome. Because we see Taishi ask Yuya to join him out in the living room. Yuya was like, I just watching a movie, and but he mm-hmm. comes out to talk. And they have a pretty long con- and, and intense conversation. Yeah. Um, where Taishi, he starts by asking, you know, when Guy was talking about going to the Olympics, what did that make you think about? And mm-hmm. Yuya was just like, oh, it was great for Guy, good for him. And and Taishi says, but what about, how did it make you think about yourself? Mm-hmm. And Yuya mentioned, you know, I, I was just happy for Guy. I was, you know, Guy's doing Guy, and mm-hmm. I I, uh, I didn't really think about myself. And, and Taishi was like, well, I usually, like take things like that where you're seeing another one of your friends succeed like and compare my life to that um within my own field or my own goals and and he sees himself as still not having done anything really meaningful um and and that he, he really wants to do something he feels motivated to do something the way that guy guy seems to be and uh but more often more, more intensely than that he feels like yuya need, should be feeling this as well Mm-hmm. Yuya should be more motivated. Yu- Yuya should be doing things to get to his goals, you know. Uh, apparently, Yuya mentioned to him that he might be quitting school. And, you know, why is he doing that if his folk, if his decision was to focus on English and mm-hmm. to learn English enough to be able to be an actor in American movies, you know, yeah. in Hollywood? And he was saying, like, you're half American, so you're going to be up against Americans for roles and... Like, you're already starting out disadvantaged in mm. that way, so, like, what are you doing? Which was so interesting to me. Which was very me. interesting, right? I thought it was going to be the opposite direction. Totally. I thought he too. was going to say, you are half, so you could, you have an advantage over me. Yeah, and you that you're not only going privilege. to be doing Japanese yeah. roles. You're, you can do a number of different things. You have a, a wider range, unlike someone like me, who is entirely Japanese and has these other disadvantages. But no, he went in and said... You have disadvantages because you are going to be going out for white roles against mm-hmm. white actors, mm-hmm. American actors, and thus be going out for for roles that you need to be able to speak English well for. And I think I think what he's saying there is true mm-hmm. because it, when when you look at Yuya, like you don't look at him and automatically think Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. So whereas Taishi can only because Hollywood's terrible, like, will only be cast in, like, a probably Japanese role. Yeah. Like, not even Japanese-American, right? So, like, he he has that small little window mm-hmm. of roles that he could, he could fit for, whereas Yuya has a lot more options, but, like, if you don't speak English without an accent, you're not going to be cast. Exactly. So... I think, yeah, I think it would be really hard for Yuya to have any type of a speaking role in something. Um, like, maybe in Japan, he could act, mm-hmm. you know, in Japanese. But he says that's but... not his goal. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it does make sense, and these are these are valid criticisms, you know. And, and But the thing is that Taishi talks about how it bothers him when he doesn't see Yuya mm-hmm. doing this, mm-hmm. you know. And, and as this conversation goes and it continues to go he gets more and more upset and just visibly upset. He's talking mm-hmm. with a raised voice, with a mm-hmm. very stern voice, and he he seems angry. And, like, that's not a good way to, to try to support and help your friend. Encourage someone. Exactly. Yeah, to want to pursue if... their goals more. And I thought it was very interesting that 
he was saying, like, watching you waste an opportunity bothers me. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of get where he's coming from a little bit, right? Because if people come to me for advice about something and I, you know, give them my thoughts, they agree with them, and then they go ahead and, like, do the opposite, like, that does bother me. I'm like, what? We had this conversation. What are you doing? Uh, But in that conversation... He said, like, I'm right here pretty much as a resource, and you haven't been asking me things. Like, you should be asking me. So I'm like, if they Mm. haven't even had many conversations with it, it just seemed like a very inappropriate conversation to be having. Like, Not to mention, I think, with your example, it's one thing to have someone come to you and say, help me with this thing, and then they mm -hmm. don't take your your response. It's one thing for you to come up and say, I'm going to help you with this thing, and then be upset for any reason. Exactly. Because I think that prior when he had been going over his like gold journal and things like that it seemed like they were more talking about this career that both of them were on and and the advice actually seemed like useful and wanted right but in this circumstance it it seems like nothing else has been talked about and now he's just like coming down super hard on like you're not doing this right Mm -hmm. and you're wasting your life pretty much and and yeah and he he starts asking, you know, why aren't, why aren't you confronting your life? And what, what, why aren't you figuring out what you want? And, you know, Yuya does kind of just say, like, you know, I'm, I'm doing things at my own pace. I'm not in a rush. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. figuring things out. And I'll, I'll think about and act the way that I deem fit. And, and Taishi does challenge him and say, but are you doing that? Are mm-hmm. you thinking? Are you acting? Yeah. Um, yeah, because he was saying, like, school's boring. I'm like, okay, not a good way to start out your argument, Yuya. Right. Um, but that he would rather learn talking to people mm-hmm. and interacting. Um, which, like, if you're learning a language to learn the language to speak, like, yeah, you do need to be out there talking to people, not, like, if you're learning it to write, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, it was just... and But he was talking about, like, it's a far-off dream. And I think mm-hmm. for Yuya, it's very intangible. Like, he still has that dream, but he's not entirely attached to it, and it's it's far off. He, yeah, it's, he still has a number of steps before he gets there, mm-hmm. you know? If he went to ho- Hollywood now, he wouldn't be able to just immediately start going after that dream. He does yeah. still have some things that he has to work on. But And I, I think that there is valid criticism that... If he's not also working on those things, mm-hmm. I understand that it can be demotivating mm-hmm. to have your dream so far away. But you know, it's it's one thing to to exactly to encourage, and it's another thing to basically attack. Exactly, and that's the thing because I I feel like I can be the same way. Like I'll have these ideas of things that would be nice to do, but it's very far off and not tangible, and so maybe I don't get around to doing them or maybe building up other things that I should in order to, to, you know, be able to do that at some point. But a friend should be like, oh, is this something you really want to do? Like, is there a way I can help you with that? Like, is there a way we can set, like, little timelines or goals or something like that? Um, would that be helpful for you? Is that something you'd want? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you do, not yeah. attack them and say, like, you're not doing enough and, like, what do you really want and everything because by the end of the conversation Yuya is just says like life can be really frustrating and I hate thinking about this and yeah. you could just see he was like, completely dejected by the end yeah when you said that you're the exact same way I thought you're going to talk about how you just attack people instead of encourage them but mm-hmm. I suppose yeah you, you just need oh motivation God, for your goals um, but yeah no I yeah he you know he did not respond well to this kind of criticism, you mm-hmm. know, this this kind of uh, That's the difference feedback. between us, Chris. You respond well to my intense criticism, so I don't need to worry. I don't know if I <laughs> respond well to it. I think that I I choose to respond as to the best of my ability, but... You agree with my criticisms, don't worry. <laughs> we know, we know. Again, it's not... <laughs> the criticisms can be valid, but the way they're delivered... <laughs> is <laughs> also important. Which is what happens when we cut to the panel, right? right. So Kentaro is, like, upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they go to him first because he was, like, making comments, I guess, during the whole interaction. Mm-hmm. He was like, what he's saying isn't wrong, but for, from you, you side, like, why do I have to listen to you? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it was very much this stern parent mm-hmm. feel. Like... 
It was really weird interaction. Yeah, it was it was very odd. Um, the panel also you discusses how Taishi gets angry or gets upset the way a woman would get upset instead of a man, which, which is just I was like, like what? you. You're I like I want to love you, you, I but know. you're making it. I difficult. want to love you. I want to love you. <laughs> But, but yeah, she like keeps bringing up these gendered like discussions. Know, it and was just frustrating. Like... And I'm like, what? And especially after an interaction's terrible, mm-hmm. that was like a woman. Oh yeah, my God. exactly. <laughs> and I think it goes back to like this idea that like what Yamachan was doing at the beginning. Like it's like mm-hmm. them like looking for like, like zings instead of them mm-hmm. actually like discussing, which the, yeah. the panel at its best is, well, at, the panel at its best is actually them making innuendo, but this panel <laughs> at its second best mm-hmm. is they're actually like discussing things mm-hmm. and going into things and, and yeah, yeah, you just go back to the innuendo. <laughs> it's what you do best. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, they talk about how in the, uh, at the end of the conversation, Taishi just walks away, you mm-hmm. know, he just walks away from the conversation. Um. But we come back at at uh, a dinner with again everyone but Nikki, um, where Yuya talks about he was watching Guy at the North Shore that day, and mm. he got sunburned while watching. While he's out there for like three three hours, and Guy talks about how you know it felt he felt alive there, and he mentions like you know I hit this big wave, and I I just thought whoosh I'm living. <laughs> I'm just like Guy, you are the best person. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently, like, he did some pretty hard pipelines and everything, so it seems like he's back in the game. Yeah, and, yeah. And feeling okay about it. And Yuya and Guy and Eric are apparently going to go to the West Shore to do surfing mm-hmm. later on that weekend, which is nice that like, they still hang out with Eric. Don't let Eric corrupt Guy. I know, right? No. <laughs> but then, Guy's too good to be corrupted by Eric. Yeah. Yeah, he would just be like, no, man, no. Yeah. I mean, in Japanese, but yeah. yeah. No, but then Yuya pretty much leaves when yeah. Taishi comes and sits down at the table and he's like, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go downstairs. It, it keeps cutting to Yuya and Taishi mm-hmm. both kind of looking at the group and, mm-hmm. like, seeing whether the other will be there and just, mm-hmm. like, making kind of furtive glances. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, clearly there's still some, some stuff brewing. And Yuya, yeah, decides to go to bed. He says he's not feeling well. Um, and so Taishi asks Guy if he and Yuya had talked that mm-hmm. day. And guy kind of laughs. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we talked. Uh, you were pretty, pretty upset last night, right?" Mm-hmm. And, and I like that guy does come in and say, "You know, I, I only heard Yuya's side of the story, mm-hmm. but it does sound like you were being fairly controlling and fairly pushy, pushy." About yeah, it. I respected guy in this conversation oh my God, so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he 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 was open to hearing things, soaring. but he also stood his ground and said mm-hmm. what he thought was appropriate and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Taishi was basically saying, like, well, he says he has these goals, but he's, like, pursuing them incorrectly, and... Yeah, he's doing it wrong. Yeah, and Guy just really pushed back on that, Mm -hmm. saying there are multiple ways, and, like, I disagree with that type of thinking. Like, just saying very strong things, not in a mean way, but just saying, no, like, I disagree and I think that this isn't okay. And he was like, yeah, well, I was mentioning you and the Olympics. And he's like, don't bring my name up mm-hmm. with this. Like, I, I'm not in this conversation. And, like, I don't want people comparing people. Like, I don't want you comparing Yuya to me. And I love that sentiment from Guy. Yeah. Like, it feels so mm-hmm. true to him and, like, so true. Like, this shouldn't be a comparison about which of us is doing things right. It should... You know, and, mm-hmm. and Taishi very much sticks to his, like, well, when I see you, like, I get motivated, you know? But he's mm-hmm. like, don't do not do that. Like, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to be comparing yourself or anyone else to me. Yeah, and that couldn't have made Yuya feel good in exactly. that interaction. So, yeah. Uh, the the conversation kind of started with just Taishi and Guy, and then the girls joined them at the table, and then they very quickly were all like, maybe we shouldn't be here for this. <laughs> yeah. so they, Which is they, funny. I'd, I'd still sit there and I listen. Know, right? <laughs> Uh, so they, they both kind of, they, they leave and, um, then Tai yeah, Taishi mentions how, you know, Yuya talks about, you know, you're you, I'm me, I'm going to do things that way and kind of use mm-hmm. that as an excuse. And that, that frustrates him because, you know, he's, he's doing things, but he's not actually working. He just is kind of brushing things off with this, like, let me do things at my own pace kind mm-hmm. of lifestyle. And he said, uh, guy was like, 
yeah, he should be asking you questions. Mm -hmm. But that's still not the same as, like, there's only one way to do this. And I think he was... Taishi kind of defends himself with saying that... Like, he didn't say this, but the sentiment is, like, I care. And if I see that he's going to stumble, like, I want to have said something beforehand. Um and help prevent it, I guess. And which again, I feel like is so much of Taishi this like nonsense of like I'm doing the right thing because it's like if I don't te- tell him this, he's going to fail, and then it will be my fault that he failed. And yeah, it's I mean, totally patronizing. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's quite like that because I feel, I feel similarly in certain circumstances where if I see something that I think may end up harming someone that I care about through their own actions, mm-hmm. like. I do weigh, should I say something? Should I bring something up? Uh, Because if I were them, like, I would want someone to tell me. um, And I would want to know. Obviously, I'd want them to tell me differently. Right. (laughs) Um, But I I think too often people don't tell their friends hard things to hear because they're supposed to be supportive or something like that, Um, which... It's not not being supportive to, to see potential problems and to bring them up in the hopes that they won't be hurt by their own actions mm-hmm. or inactions, as it may be. So I appreciate the idea, but again, I think he's going about it in the very much the wrong way. And I, I appreciate the guy is like, he's a work in progress, you're a work in progress, I'm a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And, and I really, yeah, I think... He just has some really great perspectives in this. And and he, Taishi was like, well, like, at one point, can I not give, like, should I not be giving advice or this or that? And, like, when would you do it? And Guy was like, when I'm retired. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I would give advice to someone about surfing, um, which was very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I also like that Guy, Guy mentions that, you know, yes, I agree that Yuya is not taking advantage of the resource of Taishi being there. Mm-hmm. But... Guy also says, but he's choosing not to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, you you know, this isn't just necessarily him not thinking about it or not, you know, this, this kind of lazy caricature. Maybe it is, but, like, I think that guy also mentions that, you know, Yuya is doing what he feels is best. And maybe, yeah, we can, we can help him put on a good path, but to attack him and say that he's doing the wrong thing and that it bothers Taishi... Yeah. To see that is, I think, yeah, pretty, pretty gross. Mm-hmm. But Yuya comes and joins them, mm-hmm. um, which I assume is because the girls left Evian and were like, like, hey, you should really be downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and he talks about how he's like, you know, I know why you said what you did. And, you know. But it feels like you're forcing your opinion on me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and Taishi at this point says, like, I just want you to understand. Like, I, you know, I know how hard it is in Hollywood and blah, blah, blah. Like, I want you to understand. If you understand what I'm saying, then, like, I'm not going to force my opinion on you anymore. So hopefully that's that'll be how it ends with yeah. that. But he also <laughs> says, like, I was just saying my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that you're doing it the wrong way. Oh, yeah. But... If that, as long as you understand that's that what I believe, I won't, yeah, I'll just, like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be rooting for you, which I also felt was super patronizing, but I thought better. it was fine. I thought it was, like, this is him trying to grow in this interaction and trying to choose to do what's right, even though it's very hard for him. Um, and I see it as, like, he was challenged by Guy, and now he's he's choosing to do something better even though he's still becoming accustomed to (laughs) what that looks like yeah Yeah, absolutely (laughs) but guy is just absolutely amazing he's like so everyone's cool like we're we're so cool (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) everyone's cool and i'm just like because yeah it wasn't a question it was like a statement just like everyone's cool and i'm just like i love you guy like wrapping things up in just like such a positive way i love it well, and um, I liked that Yuya kind of held his ground, and he was saying, no, I ha- I am pursuing stuff more 
now and like it was as i was at north shore mm-hmm. like thinking about it because i went there i like had time to sit and think about it whereas i'm sure taishi would have just seen like oh he went to north shore again like he was being irresponsible right. exactly. but he was actually using that time productively and got in touch with somebody who he had worked with before he worked on the new jumanji movie yeah with by the way which yeah. is awesome i'm going to be looking for him the entire time yeah uh I'm sure. but yeah um yeah so he got in touch with that that casting director who's now going to send him all all the uh the yeah, auditions and things like that's great mm-hmm. good for you um mm-hmm. and yeah he says that he's gonna uh you know start working a part-time job to help supplement his income and, and yeah it's good good mm-hmm. so he did i think i i am glad that that this you know taishi's you know not super diplomatic uh, way of, of talking to him at least had helped him to move forward in a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that, again, Taishi just, uh, he he just got so upset that it, it felt, there's it felt offensive. Like, it, mm-hmm. like Taishi had to be on the defense. Be, he had to be defensive because of such an aggressive way uh, of Yuya. talking to him. I'm sorry, yes, Yuya had to be defensive because Taishi was being so aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, because because it'd be very yeah. difficult not to respond that way. Yeah, I was surprised. I hadn't seen anything like that from Taishi before. I hadn't so. seen from anyone in Terrence House before. I mean, like the well, closest was Nachan, probably. But even she didn't get that upset. She didn't yell. Hers, at people. hers she, was and less, she was defensive as hers well. Hers was less angry in tone, more manipulative in nature. Totally. Yeah. But like seeing someone just like kind of blow up and get that upset with someone, you know, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, that was surprising. Um, although it did, it did remind me a lot of Tap from uh, Tap talking to the the house about how they need to be better at achieving their dreams and, and stuff. making people cry. Yeah, and making people cry exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, as the boys kind of resolve their drama, we see mm-hmm. the girls talking about starting a new drama. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> they're out to lunch at a cafe, and you know, Nikki talks about how she thinks Taishi asked her out. And mm-hmm. that she, you know, they didn't confirm where or when, but that, yeah, she was kind of wondering why, why he asked her. And, and Hannah mentions, like, that sounds like Taishi, like he, that he wouldn't talk to you afterwards, that like he wouldn't confirm anything. He would just ask and then kind of, they wouldn't talk since. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Nikki asks Anna how, you know, how she's feeling. And, uh, Anna says, you know, sounds like he switched over that now he likes you instead of me. And... Um, but it's hard to know what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. And then Anna asks, um, Evian about Yuya. Mm-hmm. And it like, oh, is he not going to class anymore? <laughs> That's right. And she's like, oh, no, he doesn't have class today. And she was, um, but yesterday he, like. No, last week. I oh, think last <laughs> week he slept in and, like, He couldn't class. wake up. <laughs> yeah. And so then Anna's like basically saying yeah you is being lazy mm-hmm. and which i think evian takes a little bit of offense totally to. it um, totally irked evian yeah she was like i don't know that i would call it lazy <laughs> trying like, to he just he just couldn't wake up <laughs> and Anna's like that's kind of the definition of lazy isn't it and and uh, and Evian does kind of concede. She's like, yeah, you you may be right. You may I mean, right. it's not a responsible thing. Yeah, exactly. But I'm still like, Anna, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what what are you doing? Yeah, it's it's definitely like, she definitely feels like someone who's trying to start drama and trying yeah. to like, like just like she's good at at I don't know if she's good at, it, but she tends to kind of hit right at pressure points which she sees mm-hmm. as like problems of like mm-hmm. oh maybe this will cause an issue or maybe mm-hmm. this will you know upset someone or whatever it might be like hitting right at those points but yeah but anna also mentions like oh you're you're too sweet to him <laughs> you're too sweet to him and then was it her or was it nikki who was like there's probably a way that you could figure out how to like you know, wake him up in the morning or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that is not her job. Like, I didn't read it that way. Oh. I read it as like, cause Evian was saying like, he just couldn't wake up. And he was being like, you can do something if you can't wake up. Like you can put on an alarm. You can do something like not I you, thought, Evian. I thought she was saying to, to Evian. Oh, I took it as not like Evian can do something, but like one can do something. But, like the but Japanese, you. I don't think, 
but it's well, a translation that way i know but i thought she was talking about Evian could do something yeah mm, it's possible but i didn't take it that way at all we'll have to listen to the japanese see if we can figure it out that sounds good because they use subjects all the time in there <laughs> but they might they might we'll see <laughs> um so anna and taishi talk later on because mm-hmm. she comes in and, and says you know nikki told me that you asked her out and then evian told me that you were agonizing about stuff and and they have a conversation about kind of everything that's going on and and um taishi you know mentions that you know first he asked anna out and they had fun but then they went to that izakaya and they got into kind of a disagreement and he's glad he found out what she felt like but you know now that nikki's there he's he's agonizing over over what to do and and he wants to ask nikki out Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not sure, like, if he should tell Anna this. He keeps saying, like, I don't know if I should be telling you this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm not sure how to respond. But they're both kind of laughing. She's laughing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, at the end, Anna just says, you know, don't worry about me. Like, I want you to do what you want to do. Don't worry about my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I was annoyed at because, and then, yeah, basically gets up and leaves. I mm-hmm. was annoyed because... Unless something has changed, the last thing we've ever heard about Taishi and Anna is that Anna is not, like, attracted to him. He's not her type. And, like, this is the prime moment to say, you know, I'm actually not interested in you. So, like, don't worry about it. Don't agonize. Like, if you want to go for a Nikki, like, just go for that. Like, um, I'm not a factor in this. But she didn't do that. Yeah, we clearly see that that's not going to be the case with yeah. her. That that is she's she's well, the worst. Yeah, she's pretty terrible. Ah! I didn't like her from like the beginning, like when we didn't even see like her whole face, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, <laughs> literally. Oh. Yeah. But even like Taishi here, like it, again, it just makes me think like, like you talk about how you feel guilty and all this kind of stuff, and yet. Once Anna comes in and asks you all these questions, you just say kind of everything. And it's just like, he talks, he says at one point, like, I'm just trying to be honest. But it's just like, if you're only honest when things are asked of you, is that like, like, if if this was really agonizing, if you were really agonizing over this and you really want to be honest, you could have approached Anna about this a long time before. And I don't know. I, I, I don't like either of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But we move to Guy, who has bought some succulents that he wants to, <laughs> to grow. He is the cutest. I love him. And he asked Taishi if he would like to grow some succulents with him. Would you like to grow one with me? <laughs> oh, my God. They're um, the best. They'd be a, a cute couple. That yeah. Maybe balance each other out or maybe just, <laughs> like, <laughs> never be able to be in the same room again. It'd be one or the other. One of those two, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but Taishi, so the, the table has Guy and Taishi and Anna and Niki. And Taishi asks Niki, you know, what her work schedule is like and whether she'd mm-hmm. like to go uh, to go out sometime. And they talk for a while about scheduling and when she works and when she doesn't and if they could go on a hike or they could go bouldering or they could do all sorts of different things. And, uh, you know, at one point Taishi says that he has a lunch on Wednesday and, and Guy says, do you want the lunch or a date? <laughs> Which uh, I think Nikki doesn't respond well to. Like, Nikki is kind of like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... But, but it keeps cutting back to Anna sitting at the table, kind of like maybe on her phone on her or something, phone, yeah. like looking down and like, yeah, not having a huge smile on her face, which makes sense. Um, and, and afterwards, you know, when, when Taishi and Niki talk about they're going to either go on a hike or go bouldering, then we cut to the girls talking about, you know, this idea and Niki explaining it to them. And the girls all say, we should all go bouldering. That sounds like a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> Let's we should... go this week. <laughs> exactly. And Niki's like, no, that'll be bad. Yeah. <laughs> But, but... Then... Anna. Yeah. Uh... Anna talks about how it was awkward and and wonders... She says that it must have been intentional for him to have done this. And, you know, she was wondering why he would do this in front of her, 
especially mm-hmm. after the talk from the night before. Yeah, she's like, knowing Tai Chi, mm-hmm. like, it was intentional. And I'm like, please don't act like you know him super well. <laughs> you went on, like, a date and a half. A date and an argument. Like, she mentions and, that... Go ahead. And then Evian says, like, no, I don't think Taishi's that kind of person. I don't think that he's intentionally doing that. And she's like, I think he thinks about that and, like, is basically trying to make me jealous. And in the same way that she talks about the, the conversation the night before and she says that, you know, when I told him that I didn't care and that, that I wanted him to do what he wanted to do, he seemed sad. He had a sad look on his face. I'm like... She's getting oh. so many intentions that's all about him trying to still be interested in Anna and and, and either just... she's reading those intentions or she's making it up like because because yeah he didn't look happy mm-hmm. that's fine but that could just be because he felt badly about the situation not because he was sad that she wants him to do whatever he wants to do mm-hmm. you know it just I ugh, she's the worst yeah it was it was I, I was like what are you talking about I do think that it was dumb for Taishi to do it in front of her. I think that was super inconsiderate, but... I mean, I didn't know if that was, like, his attempt to be, like, more open about what he was doing. So it's not like, like, she finds out from Nikki what he was talking with her about. I didn't know if it was that or, like, if that's not... It seems like, at least in Terrace House, guys come in and ask a girl to go out with them in front of other people. Yeah, which is a weird. lot. Which I mean, it's weird to me, but it's something that happens repeatedly. So but I, I think didn't this know is the first time that. it's happened in front of a girl who they had previously gone out with, other than Uchi Week, obviously. Well, it was Uchi Week. No, but it even happened with during Terrace House too. Uh, uh, sorry, during Aloha State too. With who? Um, I'm trying to remember. It was someone came in and asked Evian to go. It was probably Yuya. Oh no, it was no, it was Taishi. I think. No, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking of a different. I was thinking of a different um, interaction. Well, Taishi did ask each of them the first week he was there. Right, he went like out separately with them, but. Some yeah, it was Yuya. Yuya came in and asked Evian mm-hmm. when um, not Naomi. Uh, Naomi was in the room. But so I'm just saying it's like it's not an unseen thing. I'm not saying it's considerate, right? But it but, seems dumb. But I think that that with Naomi, Naomi liked Yuya, but Yuya never liked Naomi. You know, and so it's a different situation because it's because if Yuya had asked out Naomi. And then Yuya had asked out Avion in front of Naomi, mm-hmm. then it would be a different thing. That then it would be more yeah. like what's happening here. Mm-hmm. But just with Naomi having a crush, that I also felt was inconsiderate. But that yeah. I felt was oblivious Yuya. Mm-hmm. Um, and he even mentions that yeah, he was oblivious to the Naomi thing mm-hmm. for, for most of it. Yeah. Um, remember what are Yuya doing? Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I remember all too well. <laughs> but here, I do think that like he made the decision to because we've also seen. People say, hey, can I talk to you outside and ask yeah. them out that way? And yeah, I mean, it was, for sure wasn't the most that. considerate thing, but it also wasn't a terrible thing. Like, they were just, right. like, and arranging I... for what was already established of, yeah. like, he asked her out, which everybody knew. So, I don't know. It was just seemed like it was kind of being blown out of proportion, and, like, they're all talking about it, and, like, all of this shade is being thrown at Taishi, which... Some of that is valid, not in this mm-hmm. aspect. Other things we can criticize Taiji for, like, episodes worth, but... But I do think that he was not doing this to get Anna jealous and I don't, see yeah. her, judge her reaction from it. I, I didn't see, see that, that from him at, at all. all. Yeah. Um, and I do think that her bringing that up in front of Miki is a way of being like, this guy who I was kind of going out with, who I still think is into me, but mm-hmm. no, you you can have fun going out with him, even though he asked me out like a jerk in front of me, like yeah. all this kind of stuff. It's like, just making her feel really uncomfortable, and he's yeah. done. She's done that twice in front of Nikki about Taishi. Um, yeah, trying to just kind of tear him down mm-hmm. in front of her, and I just in this very backhanded way. Totally. Mm-hmm. And it's like what you were saying earlier is. 
Anna interested in Taishi? Like, yeah, exactly. She has made it seem the opposite the entire time they've mm-hmm. been quasi dating mm-hmm. or interested in each other. He's shown interest. Mm-hmm. She's never shown that she is interested. Yeah. She's shown, you know, a a general acceptance of his interest, but she Barely. has not shown interest <laughs> herself. And so, yeah. is she now doing this? Because she has interest or just because she likes stirring things up? And if she has interest, just go ask him out. But she's not doing that. Of course. Uh, yeah, she's... Ugh. Ah. Yeah, Anna is, is... My roommate, just as we were watching the episode, is just shaking her head at the TV. <laughs> I was like, I know. Exactly. But then it goes to the, the panel, mm-hmm. and they're like, was this whole conversation even like, necessary? Kentaro's upset again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and then she, oh, sorry, she she ended the thing with, because Nikki was like, well, I'm, I'll go out, see how it is, like, maybe I'll feel differently, or maybe I won't, we'll mm-hmm. see. And then Anna's just like, well, let me know. Like, what? Like, ugh. So manipulative, so kind of passive aggressive, and like, oh, he likes you now, so I'm gonna make you feel super uncomfortable, and be like, well, let me know because if you if you don't like him, he did like me. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You're making me feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, I can't. Oh. But um, yeah, they talk about about just how that was a ridiculous conversation and how mm-hmm. Anna is now coming at it assuming, you know, that, that he likes her and that he's doing all this to, to you know, judge her reactions and things like that. And, and um, they also yeah. mentioned, we, we, we forgot to mention that, that there was a, a, just a scene of Taishi practicing his sword, his wooden sword mm-hmm. uh, technique. I forget the name of now. I do too. I mean, um, it was pretty cool. It was cool, yeah. Yeah. But... They they mention how Tori Chan mentions how you know that would look really cool, but we know so much about Tai Chi that it's just funny. Yeah, it's not cool anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and um, they talk about how the like quasi rejection and 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 how or no, they talk about how um, the idea of going bouldering as a group is like the Costco incident from yeah. Terrace House Boys and Girls in the City, which for those who haven't seen Boys and Girls in the City. At one point, Tap was trying to ask out Arisa. Arisa and was saying, you know, we should go out sometime. And she's saying, oh, everyone wanted to go out to Costco. And he said, no, I'm trying to ask you out on a date, not asking you to, like, have everyone go together to Costco. And and uh, it became known as the Costco incident because mm-hmm. it's just, you know, using Costco as a way to turn someone down. And mm-hmm. Yamachan talks about how he was talking to a foreign journalist about this, and the foreign journalist was super confused mm-hmm. because he was like, is Costco a date spot in Is that Japan? like a hot date or... spot? <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> Which is amazing. Actually really funny. I think that, that, that the only confusion that I think a foreigner person would have, like I was surprised to hear about this confusion, mm-hmm. I think the main f- confusion would be that Costco is unique in Japan in that it's the only supermarket. Mm-hmm. That most of the markets in Japan are much much smaller than what we would consider a mm-hmm. supermarket here, mm-hmm. and uh, they do have some supermarkets that that are around. But like Costco, as just a giant wholesale market, is the only place really that you can you can get a lot of Western goods and get things in bulk. Mm-hmm. And and so I felt like as a new house getting like a bunch of stuff for themselves, going to Costco was important because it was unique in that sense. Mm-hmm. That maybe wouldn't translate to someone who's a foreigner foreigner watching. Mm-hmm. But I think that the like I totally picked up that yeah, obviously she wanted to go to Costco because it was a non romantic outing yeah. with everyone. The but... least romantic thing you could ever do. Exactly. I'm totally. I just want to use that now. Like if. Like, random people hit on me, I'll just be like... Let's go to Costco sometime. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, do you want to go out sometime? Well, I need to go to Costco, so... We can bring all my friends? Yeah, if you want to drive. I think one of my other friends needs some stuff there, too. I'm totally going to use that. I may not, but I'll try. That's pretty great. (laughs) Um, But the the show ends with uh, all six of them going on a beach trip and having a barbecue on the beach, and... And when they're setting up 
uh, Taishi says, you know, I'm going to start the fire. Gaiji says, I want to start the fire too. I know. Just like so earnest and so sincere. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'll help you. It's I want to start the fire no, too. No, and I love it because I do the same thing. Like, when we went to the beach, didn't I do that? Did. They're like, oh, let's start the fire. I'll do it. <laughs> like, Let me start the fire. But again, it's, it's one thing to say like, I'll do it. And it's yeah. another thing to say, I want to do yeah. it. <laughs> well, I, I probably said that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they talk about how it's nice when they eat together. I think Guy also says just, this is happiness. Yeah. Someone says this is happiness. It was adorable. It's very, very, very cute. Um, but then the sun's going down. Yeah. The sun's going down. So they all go out to get Mm -hmm. pictures of it. They all sit on the the front of the beach. Guy brings a plate of food with him. Like I just started laughing when they're like, oh, let's go to the beach. Like for sunset. And like people are taking photos with their phones, but guys just walking with his plate (laughs) of food. He's so amazing. Guy is so great. He makes episodes like this where there's so much tension and frustration. Like he makes it. He's just a light in the darkness. He makes it still be enjoyable <laughs> and fun yeah he's amazing he is my rainbow and uh it's it's good that we have him because we hear an announcement at the very end of the episode <laughs> that yuya and evian are leaving yeah i believe i was screaming no at the tv <laughs> and so i'm screaming <laughs> no i saw so us so i was like no I did that. That's not a scream. That's like okay. a maybe a call to the heavens, but a, a scream of the TV okay, is sorry. very different. I called to the heavens. No, but so I guess that you know next next episode will probably be my last podcast. <laughs> not Evian's gone. Yeah, but we have Guy. We'll have to see. We'll have to see who <laughs> these new people are. <laughs> Yeah, because we'll, we'll have two new people, so they're both leaving. Uh, Yuya says that he's not going to go back to Japan. He's going to stay in Hawaii. Yeah, and, he's going to stay in Hawaii. And work part-time so that he can start keep learning his English, and, mm-hmm. and it's really nice. Yeah, which is adorable. And I'm like, are you living together? Are you getting places separately? He says Did he's he going to find a place. Well, so, she'll probably live with her parents if she yeah. was before. But, yeah, it's yeah. it's good for them. That's, so That's really nice. I'm happy for them because yeah. I know the long distance was really stressful for them. And, and at least mm-hmm. to have a few more months where he's in Hawaii is, is nice. And I, I guess for me, I'm wondering why. Like, why they're both leaving now. Like, is it that the producers are kind of pushing it? Um, because, like, for him to find a place on his own when he's working part-time to try to learn English, you know, it it doesn't really add up. Unless he wants to move because of this whole Tai Chi thing, and Evian wants to leave because of Anna, and they're just like, okay, I'm done. Like, That's... I don't know if it's that, or if it's, like, actually producer-driven, because I, if I'm getting some type of stipend, I'm able to live for free, and work part-time, work on my English, why would I leave? I, I like to think that it's not produ- producer-driven, they have I, been there for a long time, though, they, from and that's the beginning. The, I think that that's probably more of it, is that they've been there for 20 weeks now. They've gotten kind of what they wanted to get out of it for, in a large case. And maybe they also, yeah, clearly neither of them are as close with the current crop as anyone, as, as they were before, you know? Yuya doesn't have Eric anymore. Evian doesn't have Naomi or Lauren, who she was close with. Like, mm-hmm. I think both of them just aren't as close with the other housemates. And I bet that just being on Terrace House adds a lot of more anxiety to your life, you know? Like, you're always being followed around on cameras. You're always, like, kind of on the spot. And, and you know, I can imagine, especially after a blow-up like that, like, mm-hmm. maybe you was just like, I don't want this kind of thing to happen on television, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I want to my life to be my life. And, and not only does it suck having this happen, but having it happen for everyone to see, I can see that just being stressful. So mm-hmm. I... I don't think that it... I would like to think that it wasn't producer-driven. I think that if this was an American show, it absolutely would have been producer-driven, but... I, I know you Terrace don't like to think that. I don't know. I'm un- unconvinced. It's possible, Or it but... might just be that Evian wanted to leave, and he was like, well, but I'll go too. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't want to be there when I'm not as close to everyone else. Exactly. But that's how the episode ends, and so next up, we'll probably get two new people. We'll probably see Miki and Taishi's date, and mm-hmm. it'll be uh, it'll be an interesting move forward. So we're, mm-hmm. I believe, halfway through this part. Um, mm-hmm. So we, 
we'll have four more episodes of this of part three before part four comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, any last thoughts? Nope, that's it. Great. We just hit an hour of recording. So. <laughs> We're sorry. Yeah, apologies. Um, I but, blame Taishi. <laughs> but thank you very, very much for listening. You can find Terrace House Talks on Twitter and on Facebook by searching for Terrace House Talks or send us an email at terracehousetalks at gmail.com. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you find your podcasts, and tell a friend. It's the best way of getting us to have new listeners, so if you have someone who you love to talk to about Terrace House, maybe send them our way. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. Jana!